Manimal here. It's Monday, August 14th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're back with a brand new episode. We've got ALS standing updates. We've got Rangers news and notes. We've got three box scores from the weekend, and we're going to preview Monday night with the Anaheim Angels. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And you can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTB. And don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Hey, and joining me, my co-host with the most, the man with the beard that never ends, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on the socials? I'm doing good. Uh, I just want to uh, I, I want to say, first of all, thank you to Johnny Butabi for mm. coming on the show last week uh, on Friday and giving us a, a real nice breakdown of the San Francisco Giants. And let's put him over because he, he came onto a Rangers show and said the Rangers were going to take two out of three from his guys. And yeah, you know, like, so let's put him over for that. Cause you know, good call on his part. He didn't, he didn't come in here and be a homer and um, you know, did the, and, and called it right. So thanks for, for being on the show, Johnny. And uh, congratulations on a nice call. Nice call. Uh, <laughs> something I was I was glad to be wrong. Absolutely glad for you to be wrong uh, because you were kind of <laughs> right on JP Martinez. I hope he does hit like you want him to hit, but you know it's it's still early. Still I knew early, that was but, but I like I like where it's I like where it's going. You know he, he he did a lot just yesterday to really change my mind in the ninth inning. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we'll get to him in a minute. Absolutely. Um, uh, before we do that, though, I got to tell everybody that they can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal 300, and then Facebook, TikTok, both Bull Pro, P-R-O-U-G-H. Hey. And you can uh, you can ask me whatever. I got a, I got several people I talk Rangers baseball with now, besides just Kevin and my little brother. So, uh, <laughs> you know, feel free, feel free to ask away and we'll, we'll see what we can, we can, we can get together on. Well, full disclosure, I'm uh I'm kind of I'm kind of scrolling through uh, the Rangers top 30 prospect list again, just kind of looking over, looking over what what we got down there in the farm. But um, this is this is not the section of the show where we talk about that. This is a section where we go around the league and we don't have a lot of time for that today. So we're just going to say that the Astros uh, go two and one this weekend. So the Rangers, uh, let's say it right. They they keep pace with the Rangers to keep the Rangers at a, at a, at a steady 2.5 game lead uh, in the American League West. Yeah, they're, they're holding that two and a half game lead. Uh, you would have liked to have seen yesterday that they, uh, that they, they, they added a game, but it didn't happen. You know, you never felt like they were going to win that thing all day. And then, you know, not shocking when they didn't there at the end, but uh, um, you know, the, the, uh, the Astros, you know, weren't able to score any runs yesterday either, and uh, the Angels won on the back of a uh, Shohei Otani home run, mm. which 
I mean, it feels like if the uh, uh, Ranger or the Angels are going to win, it's normally on the back of Shohei Otani. Yeah, man, that guy. We said we say enough about him on the show for being on on the Angels. So I digress. So interesting way to jump into our Rangers news. So the Kansas City Royals are now the Kansas City Rangers. Because... Yeah, many Rangers, the little <laughs> Rangers or something, right? Yeah, because Bubba Thompson got designated um, to bring make room for J.P. Martinez, but he ends up getting claimed by KC now along with but with Cole Raggins, Joe Barlow, and Taylor Hearn. So maybe there was more to the Eraldis <laughs> Chapman trait than we know about. Who well, knows? Feel... But... But who, Do you think who, you think at the end of this thing? I mean, the Royals are going to sell their team on they sold the Chapman to the Rangers for for all these guys that Thompson, Raggins, Barlow, her, and all of them were just part of the the uh, <laughs> the Chapman trade. But honestly, you know, I mean, Hearn was sent to the Braves in a little <laughs> trade that ended up sending him to the uh, Royals a couple of days later at the trade <laughs> deadline. Um, Barlow, again, a guy that was DFA'd at the trade deadline because they needed that roster spot. Um, and then Raggins, who was actually a part of the Chapman deal. Yep. And, and you know, I mean, Raggins has thrown well uh, since he's been over there, so good on him. I mean, we knew Raggins had a little something. Right. You know, I mean, it wasn't like uh, – it's not like we didn't know. It just wasn't like what he was, what he had done his whole life wasn't what the Rangers needed from him right now. And it's absolutely what the Royals need right now. The Royals right. need starting pitching. They need lots of it. Uh, you know, he didn't, uh, he didn't, uh, you know, I mean, he didn't work well out of the pen this year. He had his troubles. Not that we didn't like him, but it would have been better for him to not be in a position where he was one of those best eight arms past the starters that they had to use you know, in the bullpen because that was one of their good arms that was on the 40-man roster. And, uh, you know, that since then they've they've upgraded that. He was doing they, – they went to stretch him out down in the minor leagues. When he gets traded to Kansas City, he's been, you know, a starter for them, and he's done really well. So, you know, good for Cole Raggins. Hopefully he continues to do that. Um, and, you know, Kansas City, they've won like 28 ball games this year, 38 ball games this year. I mean, let's let's hope they do well there, and they're able to, uh, you know, help them uh, get that, net, you know, start going in that other direction and and become a winning franchise again. Well, well, KC also the the teams at the bottom end, they get the first shot at the people on waivers. Right. Yep. So, right. So, so basically, I mean, when Bubba Thompson was put on waivers, he made it from through Oakland to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Oakland, I mean, Oakland just picked up 40 pieces in the last two off seasons with all their guys that they've, you know, you know that they've yep. traded for. So they're not looking for a bunch of projects. They got a bunch of projects. Yep. You know, yep. So like when you see guys get past Oakland and you're like, why didn't Oakland, you know, they got projects <laughs> on their 40 man roster that they are already dealing with and in Kansas city. I mean, they're. They're, they're finding out that some of their projects aren't worth keeping on that 40, man. And, you know, the difference between the Royals and the Rangers right now, when the Royals DFA a guy, he swings all the way through that thing <laughs> and ends up uh, out right into the minor leagues. When the Rangers try and do something like that, uh, the second team in line picks them up. Yeah, yeah. And and just, just for real quick, 
those of you wondering, Cole Raggins, since he's been with Kansas City, four game, four starts, four games, uh, two, three, eight earned run average uh, in over 22 innings. So, you know, has had some really in many ways has had some luck because the command hasn't been great. Um, but, you know, again, but he's uh, striking guys out. Yeah, he's striking guys out and good and good for him. Um, so let's talk a little bit about who the Rangers brought up in the place of, and in many ways in the place of Travis Jankowski also. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Jankowski, congrats to the fraternity list. Well, we third, knew... baby, third baby. <laughs> third Rangers baby for the team or third baby for Jankowski? Third baby for the team. Oh, okay. Remember, we had uh, we had this is the third the third one. Yeah, Heen Dog and, Heen and Dog. Dunning. Yeah, yep. and, and Dangerous Dane Dunning had a baby earlier, and now it's Jankowski's turn. I heard uh, Marcus Simeon was like did it the smart way, where his baby's uh, due in November. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a real true pro right there. That's a <laughs> like Marcus Simeon. You could tell he's a real Iron Man type of guy because. We're talking first of November, later middle of November. That's a, that's a guy that he knows what he's doing. Whenever it's time to have a kid, yeah, it's like it's like he's telling his wife, he's like, "Back up, like, hey, back up. look, look, back you up. know what month that we can yeah. do this? Yeah, you saw how yeah. much money I got paid just now. No, yeah, back <laughs> up. Um, so the 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 in the big story here is going to be, and then we'll we'll get a little more to into this when we get into our box scores. But JP Martinez, the um, number two uh, prospect to uh, signee for, I guess you call it international signing uh, the year Shohei Otani uh, got signed. Um, and now he gets to make his major league debut uh, kind of with a little bit of fanfare. The Rangers announced it, I think on Tuesday, which is not the most something well, they do all the time. No, it um, came out. Uh, it came out Wednesday night, Wednesday. whenever basically, um, JP had been pulled from the uh, the Round Rock uh, starting lineup, and then um, I guess apparently someone saw him get on a flight to Oakland or to the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and and then it was you know uh, put one and one together, and you end up with uh, JP Martinez is going to be that contract selected uh, whenever you know the Rangers do make the Bubba Thompson move and the Jankowski move. So it ends up being J.P. Martinez. We kind of knew Friday when we were on the air that it was going to be J.P. Martinez that gets the call. We just didn't know the way that they were going to do it to get him there. And, I mean, you know, last week when we were talking about who's the guy, you know, we were like, well, Bubba Thompson's on the 40, man, so it's going to be him. You know, so, like, you get the moment that you see, like, that it's J.P. Martinez, you're trying to think: Are they going to put somebody on the 60 day? Are they going to do? You know, who are they going? Yeah. Who are they going to drop? And you know, I think it's surprising, not shocking, that yeah. it was that it was Bubba. You know, I mean, they're not developing anymore. He's he's had a pretty much a year since he got his first call to the big leagues, and and I would say that there is there hasn't been much change plate discipline wise, getting on base. We we talked about it all off season. Every show that we talked about Bubba Thompson in the offseason, whether it be an outfield show, whether it be a minor league show, whatever it was, he had to get on base. Had mm-hmm. to. And it yep. just didn't and it just didn't happen for him. And I mean 
after watching JP Martinez for a couple of uh, games now, you know, like I, I look forward to seeing what he can do for the next several years in a Rangers uniform because they've already paid him three and a half million dollars. Yep. Yeah, you know, so they're, going they're, they're they're wanting this to pan out. Now that he's on the forty man, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't no. getting. He isn't going to lose that spot probably this off season, even if he struggles from here till the end of the season. Right. Well, and let's just let's just let's call it what call it what it is. Your boy Kev, I I intentionally jumped on the bandwagon because I I I, I had a good feeling about him, and it wasn't a gut thing. It was more about trending statistics and looking at guys his age from Cuba that have gone this kind of similar route. And he just seemed like he was kind of trending upwards. And he seemed like, you know, a guy that could truly take a big step this. uh, And really, I would say that it felt like he was ready for it. And, you know, once you saw him up there, up to bat, I think the big thing you could tell that he was, it was not too big for him. He was super relaxed um, you could tell he was up there, you know, watching pitches and really trying to kind of get his bearings and it didn't take him long. And, and we'll kind of cover a little more about that. But like you said, I, I, I think the Rangers want this to pan out because they spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the next bit of news for the Rangers is that Jonah Heim, uh, comes off of the IL Huffco round rock. And we got a little bit of a taste of Jonah Heim. Uh, over the weekend as well because he was up and ready to go and he caught the game on uh, I believe Sunday so uh, it was really good to see Jonah Heim back but it looks like his his injury is is um, he's good to go for now That's well yeah I, I, it's looking like he's going to hit left-handed uh, majority because of the pain is in the right hand when he's hit when he's hitting so it's that top hand that ends up being the bottom hand on the on the uh, uh, on on the uh, uh, left from the left hand side. Sorry, yeah. um, but anyways, uh, Jonah. I mean, you know, two weeks ago, two weeks and two days is what he ended up spending on the IL for an injury that, when never, if you remember correctly, we were talking about it at uh, at Matt War Pro's Ultraviolet Dreamers that like, oh, this could be season ending. Yep. So for it to be back two weeks, two days, I mean that's huge. You will you're happy to see that. You like seeing that. You know, um, Sam Huff performed a little bit while he was here. I don't think he has to really worry about uh, um, his roster spot right now because you know Garver's going to be at the end of the season a free agent. And same thing with Austin Hedges. Austin Hedges won't be back next year. And if it is, it'll be on a minor league deal with an opportunity at spring training. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Huff probably his last, that was his probably his last little bit at the big leagues this year, because um, I think the next time he goes down, they'd have to expose him to uh, waivers and they definitely don't want to do that. No, I, I think I think we've talked all year long. No matter what happens with with Huff, that he'll he'll be back with the team next year and get a crack at it because of uh, yeah, Garver, I, Garver's contract. And it's I, time for him to kind of show. I think Huff is probably the uh, um, he's probably the 
a backup catcher for this thing next year, and they feel pretty comfortable about it, and they saw enough out of him this year to probably give him that shot because he hits the ball hard. He hits the ball, mm-hmm. you know, when he when he does hit, he's you know he's he's hitting all right. Uh, he's got to still cut down on that swing and miss, but uh, you know when he gets back to AAA, his swing and miss goes way down. So I think it'll just be more getting comfortable with uh, major league breaking stuff. Yeah, and and the one thing I want to say about Jonah Heim, just my kind of my two cents, and it they it, it, it kind of everyone's kind of talked, and I say everyone, I'm not, I don't necessarily include you on this, but. It, it, when I'm watching the na- the game on television, or it's kind of like everybody's talking like he's better. And the reality is, is that if he was better, he would be batting switch hitting. He wouldn't be just batting from the left side. So m- leads me to believe that there is something still there, but yeah, it's, it's that time of year. And this is a once in kind con- it could be once in a career type scenario. You just, you can't take these opportunities for granted. So, no, absolutely um, not. It's, it's time to suck it up and go, and I think that's exactly what he's doing. Well, and you know what kind of opportunities you can't take for granted, right? Yeah. Oh, you can't. Well. You cannot take the opportunity to get a chance at the Trinity River Heritage title no. for granted. Nor can you. And nor I, can you. Nor can you miss the opportunity to see a cage match in Fort Worth, Texas. You don't want to miss that opportunity. No, you definitely don't want to miss that opportunity if you're a fan. So Brent McKenzie, he better be he better be ready because you know Damo's always always going to be on fire whenever it comes to Fort Worth, Texas. So Brent Brent McKenzie, he's getting that chance. It's that rare opportunity for for that Trinity River Heritage title, and uh, let's let's see if he can make the most of it on Friday, October sixth at till the end, the very first ever Cowtown Cage match. Matt War Pro is bringing you all the excitement they're going to have, um, of uh, like a food truck villa there this time. Mm. Like, there's just going to be like, like if you don't even care about wrestling, come for the food. Like that's what kind of like scene we're having this time. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's, like, it, like it's not going to be about like come for the ice cream, come for the food trucks, stay for the wrestling. Yep. You know, stay for the cage match because it's going to be a big time party. We've got lots of people coming out that are going to be whipping up food, surfing up food. We're going to have Martin House Brewing out there doing something big, and we can't wait to see what it is they're going to decide to do. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm excited about October sixth. I want you guys to be as excited about October sixth as I am because I know that we have people from over 200 cities in the state of Texas that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. I want all those all those cities, even even you people in Houston that listen to our show, probably just a troll. I want <laughs> y'all to come up to Fort Worth, check out Matt Ward Pro October sixth. It's going to be a big time. We're looking forward to it, and we're looking forward to having all of the people that listen to Texas Rangers with the boys out there at the show. Yeah, and you know we we ought to figure something out with Matt Ward Pro of like having some kind of promo code or something. That way, if, they, if any of our listeners come up and buy a ticket that, you know, maybe they get some kind of uh, some kind of something for being part of the show. And maybe we can work out some kind of arrangement. That way it gives you guys a little bit more incentive uh, to come check out these shows. Uh, meet us in person because we would love to meet each and every one of you. Talk to you about some ba- talk about some baseball and even while you're there, talk a little bit of wrestling. So, um, yeah, and we also some of you guys don't- out there. 
don't forget to come out early because Matt Ward Pro is going to run a documentary on the first year of Matt Ward Pro, the, the like between seven and eight between before bell time. Oh, so that's there's going to be something. Yeah, there's going to be a big like a recap of the first year of Matt Ward Pro, a big time documentary. I know that I did some some uh, shoots for this, so. Hmm. Well, that's exciting. Um, well, let's let's move on to some box scores. Um, exciting series over the weekend for the Texas Rangers out in the Bay Area. So, um, you know, we had some we had some some pitchers duels going on, and we also had the the Rangers showing that that uh, major league leading offense as well. So, so let's jump right into that Friday night uh, box score and talk a little bit of baseball here. Well, uh, you know, John Gray was fabulous on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough good things that you can say about John Gray's night. Uh, he had it all working. He had the strikeouts going. He had the, I mean, he gave up just the two hits. Um, there, there was not a lot to not like about um, uh, John Gray's outing on Friday night. He was, I mean, just fantastic. Uh, Chapman, it was like Chapman had a weird inning. Uh, you know, Chapman was able to strike out the first batter relatively easy. And then he kind of lost the strike zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then against Mark Mathias, he, uh, after the walk, he threw two wild pitches to put a runner on third with less than two outs mm-hmm. and then strikes out Mathias strikes out. Uh, I think they had a pinch hitter there behind Mathias, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be mistaken. Yeah, no, yeah. it was the Matos, the center fielder. Matos, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he got Matos behind him. And, you know, like the guys that struck out didn't look like they had a chance. Mm-hmm. And the guy, I mean, the guy that walked, I mean, it was like Chapman lost the strike zone. Not like, mm-hmm. you know, like it wasn't like even a competitive at bat at all for for Chappie, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and with Smith gives up the home run on Friday night. But uh, well, I don't think he gave up a home run, right? He gave up a ball off the wall. A the trip it was a double that turned into a tr- uh, a three bagger because of the Tavares thing. Yeah, Tavares wildly. Well, everybody uh, was having trouble in the outfield I, this weekend, man. It wasn't yeah, just Tavares, and it looked like he just like he came up and he looked up and like it was like he was going to miss his cutoff, man. So he tried to stop where he was going to throw, and it like slipped out of his hand and. And went into like just went straight into the ground, and when he came up, uh, you know, runner on third already. Uh, they got that run across, but um, uh, you know, Will Smith still shuts things down. Um, Tavares took a weird read on that ball, but I think it was hit a lot better than you know uh, people thought it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, uh, um. Ramos is having a pretty good year this year and he's hitting the ball hard uh, most at bats. So, you know, I don't think that, you know, Tavares, he did have some problems pretty much all night, but um, it didn't, it didn't affect the team. The Rangers got out of there a couple of solo home runs. Yeah. Nate, Nate Lowe splashed into the, into the ocean and uh, Garver came back behind that. And I mean, that ball was smashed. Yeah, uh, and you know Ross Stripling, <laughs> yeah. Ross Stripling for uh, for San Francisco was like really really good outside of that. You know, I mean he was he was really good, uh, and he'd been and he'd been rough all season. 
Uh, Rangers couldn't tack anything on, just couldn't get anything really going against San Francisco. But, for, you know, fortunately, the two solo home runs were enough. Well, and just to make note, it was J.P. Martinez' first major league uh, game to start, and yes. he got on base. He had his first yeah, he did major the, league walk. Did he walk in the ninth? Yeah, yep. uh, you got to get them all out of the way. And, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I thought, you know, his composure was good. Yep. Um, he didn't look uh, like you said uh, earlier in the show. He didn't look overmatched. Uh, I I think that there's there's going to be a time where you know we look back on it. I think JP Martinez has a chance to play at least be a fourth outfielder in the big leagues for a long time. Yeah, and I think what you said there was that was was what I was I what I agree with the most was just that the the he looked composed and he never really looked overmatched. At any point, you know, like a lot. Of, and again, I, I'm going to uh, and I'll pick on Bubba Thompson because because he's not here anymore. and We can finally pick on him a little bit. But like he looked overmatched almost always. Well, and know? I think like, we talked about that as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, he never I mean, didn't look overmatched. And again, that's that's just to show you the difference in the level of maturity and just really just what kind of difference of a ball player, especially just when you're talking about coming up to the plate. Jamie, J.P. Martinez is a hitter. Um, he's got speed and he's got an arm and he showed all of those things uh, as the weekend went along. But uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this game. I was happy that the Rangers, I love when they win games like this, especially on the road where they're, you know, nail biters fighting through it. Um, nothing handed to you. The other team came out and gave really just played their a game with not their best squad in terms of like say pitching wise, um, you know, because they had an opener for that game and Stripling has yeah. not pitched, not been one of their better pitchers. And, uh, you know, the Rangers played down a little bit to the competition there, but they still found a way to win one on the road. And you can't complain about about that. And uh, and you'll take it. Yeah, no, there's no doubt that you'll take it. And, you know, you don't apologize for wins in the major leagues. And, and uh, you know, on a night where the Astros looked very sharp against the Angels, you needed that one. Sure did. Well, and, and, and also too, really, I, I didn't say anything about John Gray, but I, I want to kind of back that up of just how happy I am to see him out there just looking as sharp as he did. And that's what, that's, that's what we need right now from these veterans uh, on this team. So really, really excited to see that. Um, Saturday was a bit of a peculiar game because it started out um, with Andrew Heaney struggling a little bit. We've seen him struggle more. Um, and be yeah. left out there longer, but uh, for for one reason or another, uh, Bochi like it, it was weird. I mean, you just saw him just like get up and walk out, and he didn't even look like he like, I, well, said anything. He just just hopped out there. He's like, I'm done. Well, no, and what it was was Heaney had been a little bit ill. He had oh, caught God. something, and he was a little bit sick. Okay, and uh, he had a bug um, out there in the Bay Area. And that was why he was on such a short leash was because if they saw anything that made it look like that he was struggling or that he was having trouble, they were going to go get him. And uh, from from what I had kind of read after the game, that was kind of the take on it because I was on the road yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to watch the game uh, in full. I uh, I basically only have, you know, highlights. and uh, But, you know, he didn't look real sharp early in the game. Uh, Flores got him, Bailey got him, and that was after he'd gotten a couple of outs and, uh, you know, in the second inning, whenever he walked batter, 
you know, he walked a couple of guys really. Um, and then, you know, he, he, he struck out Matthias and you were like, okay, well, you, you know, bases are loaded, but uh, or, let's see. No, are the bases? Yeah. Bases are loaded. So you're, you're thinking, you know, okay, well he might let him try and work around this thing, but it, it just wouldn't happen happening. And, and really, it might have just been the idea that, like, hey, we're going to Grant Anderson here. We were going to go to Grant Anderson at some point. He gets the strikeout for us. Let's let's see if we can get a, a, a ground ball double play with Anderson. Sure enough, they did, mm-hmm. and yeah. and they're out of the inning with it still being a one-one ball game. And, yeah, I really uh, like to hear that. That that's that was the reason behind it because that shows you what kind of guy you, uh, Boach is, and he's looking out for his guys. And absolutely that you gotta love that man there's there's absolutely nothing to not love about that um the rangers kind of kind of bats were dormant till the fourth inning the fourth they came around they had a couple of uh um garver had a big single that scored um low uh martinez kept the train rolling uh duran gets a, a big sacrifice fly that uh gets them another run and then an, an, a big hit from uh, Leody Tavares with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yes. with run with the bases loaded, I believe. Uh, yeah, bases were loaded when he had that big hit, and and I really I thought they should have scored two there, but um, there was only one out, so I get it. And then Simeon grounds into that double play behind it, so it, it really should have probably been five one. Um, you had JP Martinez's speed. I mean, I, I get it. Though. Right, not, I thought that, and we I'm, found out later on what what that speed can do. And yeah. and on and again, I'll probably be chiming in on Martinez because I I was kind of watching him close all weekend because I, I was excited, but uh, got his first major league hit there, and mm-hmm. the, that was the a big most, hit. Yeah, it was a big hit because it kept the thing going. But I thought the best part for me because uh, Adolis Garcia was over there on third base and he like stopped the game and he was like, "Give him the ball, give him the ball." Yeah, make sure, make sure <laughs> it's sure over there. Ball, yeah, you know, I just it, that kind of camaraderie, man, like. That's just what you love about this team is that that they're looking out for each other. Everybody's picking each other up. Everybody's involved with each other. Um, but yeah, yeah, big way to get your first major league hit when things are when when it counts, and uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, and and another thing that um, I was gonna say, I was really worried in that bottom half of the inning whenever Anderson gives up the home run to Conforto. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, oh, man, they needed a shutdown inning there. That was, that was going to hurt things. But he, he really settled in after that home run, and he got he got the ball right back on the ground. Uh, he yeah. got Ramos and Matthias to ground out, and then the Rangers tacked on another, another couple of runs in that top half of the fifth, and, and you felt pretty good about things from there. Uh, and then in the uh, yeah, in that top half of the fifth, J.P. Martinez gets his first RBI as a Ranger, mm-hmm. um, but with a, with the sacrifice fly, and then Duran big single from Duran, yep. because he's been struggling, and you don't you know not always getting what you want out of him right now, but right. when when he's producing, you love it, you love to see it, and uh, you know I thought he did a really good job, and. Um, you know, from there, it was pretty clean. Brock Burke did give up a ninth inning home run, but he was in there to throw strikes and get that thing over with. Yeah. So um, I'm not too, not too like uh, over, you know, like I mean, because the Rangers had just put more runs on in the top half, right? Like uh, yeah. in the top of that ninth. They... I need to, I need to chime in real quick on, on Duran. 
So yeah, he has struggled mightily in August with his 273, 342, 455. And I'm not I'm I'm not saying that to to like refute anything. He he did really struggle in July. But uh but really just the power numbers haven't quite been there. But in, in reality, like he, he hasn't struggled terribly and he's he seems like right now I, I feel like he's kind of starting to come around again because it is. I, I think some of these balls are uh, you know, about to start finding some gaps, and and I, and I I'm I'm pretty optimistic about uh, about him right now, just because again th- this was kind of the game I that I felt like he needed to get himself back on track. Um, so that's my two cents there. The other my other two cents is that Mitch Garver, I mean, he has pretty much picked right up where Jonah Heim left off statistically, yeah, like de- exactly definitely. statistically. And, and again, I'll be the first to say, Hey, you know, like Garver was a guy I was really critical about and always kind of have been since he's been a Ranger, but we wouldn't be where we are right now without him because he's played an integral role, not only off the bench or on off days, but ever since Jonah Himes come, uh, gone down, he stepped in and provided the offense that we need, that we would, that we needed, uh, since he hasn't, you know, since, since Heim hasn't been there. Yeah, and I definitely think you're probably going to see him catch against left-handed pitchers, and you may even see him DH some against right-handed hitters because he's been so good. Right, I could see uh, that, especially down the stretch. And another player that that struggled a little bit that uh, is getting more regular at bats, and and we had hoped because he was getting more regular at bats, we might see a little more more from him offensively. And that was Josh Smith played pretty well defensively uh, wherever they've asked him to be. But uh, offensively, just hasn't quite uh, come around, um, you know. So yeah, I I mean I know that uh, I would almost like to start seeing Jonathan Ornelas get some of those at bats at this point. Right. Well, and again, Jonathan Ornelas, where is he at? Down at Triple A right now? No, he's on the big club. Oh, he's on the big club. So yeah, Jonathan, that's well, why I was I, trying I'm... to make my my down on the farm with the boys segue. Oh, here. I'm sorry. Um, Jonathan Ornelas is up with the big club, and he's a a, a former farm hand. Yeah. Shove. <laughs> so, uh, if you had been listening to our down on the farm with the boys exclusive content, you would have known about Jonathan Ornelas. Uh, and you would be saying the same thing because he had a hot spring for the Rangers. Um, and he's not the only big time prospect that the Rangers have in their farm system. And if you want to learn more about that, you should subscribe to our exclusive content. It's called down the farm with the boys. We cover all things in the Rangers farm system, news, box scores, you name it, draft, uh, prospect rankings. And we've got our third prospect ranking, uh, third prospect list that's about to drop here pretty soon. Just $1.99 a month, you can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. Go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. And subscribe today. Now, let's finish it out. Uh, What a nail-biter it was on Sunday. Um, The Rangers really, I mean, I I thought that, especially by the way the announcers were, we're acting. I thought the Rangers are going to win that game. Uh, I I never I, felt very good about it at all. No, me neither. I, I was like deep down. I was like, man, but they're going to get the last at bat. This team has pride. Like you could tell, the Giants were not happy with the way they played over the weekend. You felt like they were scratching and clawing all game, 
to to try to get runs up, try to get base runners. Um, and it wasn't, it just, it just felt like, it felt like really it could have been worse for the Rangers in some form or capacity because the Giants really were kind of on attacking on all fronts. I'm, I'm they gonna just say, couldn't get anything to fall. Go ahead. I'm going to say the big difference in this game. Ezekiel Duran was two for three uh-huh. with the hit by pitch. Mm-hmm. Is on base three times, but that one that he wasn't mm-hmm. was just a heartbreaker. Yeah, you had first and third, one out. You're starting. You're starting to look like you got a little bit of life against Webb and mm-hmm. Duran up there swinging first pitch, right back up, right back. I mean, no, not even a chance. I mean, it was right at the dude sitting on second base. That was a killer. But well, Durant had the, a great game. It's well, just the that, first inning too. Then the Rangers have like runs on first and third, like with what one out or something like that. And I yeah, felt like yeah. they had a really good shot there too. And Nate Lowe grounded out. Dallas Garcia struck out. Um, and that, I think Jonah Heim also uh, maybe maybe got out there. But that was also another point where I, I thought I kind of I kind of marked marked it in my brain. I was like, man, that was a great. That was. Three runners in scoring position right there, zero yeah. for three, mm-hmm. and I just thought, man, against this pitcher, that that you might not get a whole lot more of that. Um, they they did, they just couldn't capitalize. Yeah, and you know that I mean, Zeke got hit by that pitch. He steals a base. He gets in scoring position. Leody Tavares, I mean, he had a really good at bat, but the. The one called strike low in the zone that gets him expanding his zone a little bit, and then you know, I mean, swings at ball three, four, and five, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just and it ends up, you know, not being the at bat that he wanted. Um, I mean, I you know, I lo- I love the guy with Tavares. He's got to be a little bit more patient up there at the plate, and he can't keep expanding. He, that's why he's struggling a little bit more lately. As he's been expanding his zone a little bit, and you know, I mean, they had opportunities all afternoon. The big Duran double play was, I mean, you know, he has a huge day, two for three, gets on base, steals a bag, and and it just, I mean, because think about that run in the ninth inning. That was Duran beating that ball out that was hit to Crawford. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, of course, JP Martinez scores that run, but if Duran doesn't beat that out, you know, the, it doesn't matter anyways, right? Right. Well, you know, and you, you, you fed me the soft toss there. How about JP Martinez on this game? He really felt like the hero in some capacity. Cause it felt like back against the wall, like this is do or die. Well, and you know, he goes out there and gets that double and uh, I, go ahead. The, the single was hit better than the double. Right. That thing that flashed off the uh, wall. And yeah. think about it. They score that run. They score the they score the Duran run the double play is off the table yep. if JP Martinez is sitting at second base because he didn't hit the ball so far you know what I yeah. mean like, no I, I, I mean uh, but anyways in a day where the Rangers didn't feel like they had a whole lot of uh, you know like it didn't feel like they were gonna win uh, to to scratch that run in the ninth if they'd have won today's game that would have been the first time after going after eight innings. That they were able to win a ball game, hmm. going in down after eight innings. That they were, so they had a chance. Uh, Will Smith gives up a big home run, but uh, before we talk about Will Smith, uh, we got to give Dane Dunning his uh, his his flowers, right? Like that. Yeah. I mean, 
12 strikeouts over seven innings. Um, uh, w- when you think about how good Dane Dunning was today, it- it's nice to see uh, at-, at a time where, you know, he hadn't had a bunch of great outings lately. Um, so for him to go out and have a really, really good one today um, in a tough ballpark to pitch in. That uh, cut fastball th- today, dude, was mm-hmm. was. I mean, well, he was spinning it. Yeah, he was spinning it today. It had a bunch of movement on it. And I mean, all of his breaking stuff looked really good. Uh, also, I mean, LeClerc, uh, he gave up a double to start, but he worked around that pretty well. Um, made a mistake, 0 2, you know, didn't throw a pitch out, you know, threw a pitch in the zone, missed a spot, left it middle, middle, got hit hard. But then worked around it pretty well. So uh, Leclerc was was not bad today at all. Uh, you'd like to see him not go middle middle in an O two count. But uh, you know Chapman another three strikeouts. Dude, I thought that game was. I thought the game was over. I thought that ball was days by the Rangers. Yeah, another big day of that, right? I, uh, but I thought Chapman gave up a home run. <laughs> Yeah, uh, luckily that fence was tall. <laughs> like, yeah, but I thought yeah. that was the end of the game. I thought that was good. oh man, they came back and won it. And then every they time they hit off. the ball in the air, the Giants acted like it was a home run. Their fans did. Uh, well, uh, that was all see- all weekend, and like know, most of them were like lazy cans like of corn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and and Will Smith got within a strike, right? I mean, I know. And then uh, that pitch just hung a little bit in the, I mean, that pitch, uh, Heim wanted it a little more in and it, it caught too much of the plate and, uh, you know, it happens. It yeah, happens. I, 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 yeah. I, it, with Will Smith, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not kicking him off the team or anything, but he has really had struggle, has struggled a little bit lately in the ninth and he's had, you know, some leads to work with. Thank God. Because he's gotten, he's been cutting it close here lately. So I, uh, I'd like to see that that uh, trend change a little bit. I'd also, I'm also glad to not have to uh, see Conforto uh, anymore because I felt like he got hit every. It seemed like every time he went up there, he was reminding us that hey, you could have signed me in the off season uh, to play that outfield position. But uh, you know, he he was he was really really good for San. San Francisco all weekend, so I was I'm, I'll be glad to see him, not have to see him on the other side of the the diamond uh, after the series. Not the series is over. Yeah, I'm 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 ready to be done with Conforto. I'm glad <laughs> that that's the one time we see him this year. Um, uh, but yeah, no, you know, it was a game they had a chance to win it and yep. it didn't happen. But yep. uh, you know, it was a day where they had one to give, and you'll take a six or a four and two road trip on a six game or any time. Yep. So if you don't mind, I guess we got the next one coming up. So your boy Kev unintentionally, unintentionally got the hottest ticket in town to go see the Rangers. And I will be at the ball yard tonight to see Thursday. Mac Thursday on a Monday. Uh, Max almost called him Max Scherzer. And that wouldn't have been on purpose. Max Scherzer. Uh, against uh, Sandoval for the uh, Los Angeles Angels. Rangers come home to get some Patrick Sandoval to get some home cooking. And boy, it's, it's going to be glad. I'm be glad to, that they're going to be glad to be back at home. Um, no day off. They just literally hopped on a plane straight from San Francisco and go from the West coast right back home to, to have the angels tonight. 
So going to be excited to be out at the ball yard tonight. Gets excited to see Max Scherzer in person. Uh, the Rangers, this is, this is, I mean, every series right now with the way the Astros are playing, every series is important. Yeah. And and Rangers got to stay focused. And you can't, you can't do, you know, you can't allow what's happened. Uh, you know, if the Astros are going to take two or three from the angels, you got to at least do the same thing. Patrick Sandoval, he's a, uh, He's a 26-year-old lefty. Uh, he's had his struggles, you know. I mean, things have not been easy for him in the big leagues. And, uh, uh, you know, he's a, a former he's a former Astro farmhand that uh, worked his way over to the uh, Angels. And, uh, you know, he's a passable pitcher in the big leagues. But, you know, he's a guy that the Rangers have seen quite a bit. And he's a guy that the Rangers should be able to, to get on. And, and you know, they, they kill left-handed pitching. And yep. you're going to, you're going to probably see Garver and Grossman both in the lineup tonight. Uh, um, unless they're, uh, unless, well, I would say Grossman may get that, uh, uh, those at bats at DH instead of, and Garver with the Heim getting a day off on a back to back right off the bat. Um, so there's, there's some, uh, you know, some things to look for, uh, especially if Heim's only going to hit left-handed and then you, you know, he probably hasn't seen a lot of left-handed pitching from the left-hand side. Um, so, you know, interesting takes, but, uh, the Rangers, I, I feel like they got to, you know, take two or three from the angels this week in town and, and, you know, keep doing it, uh, against everybody that shows up. Absolutely. So, um, thanks everybody for tuning into the show. We're going to go ahead and take it home. Um, don't forget to, to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down the farm with the boys. Don't forget to smash that follow or subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform. And uh, we just thanks everybody for, for tuning in for the Manimal. This is your boy, Kev, and we are the boys, and we are signing out.